Hey guys, welcome back to another episode on the Corner Flag Talk Podcast. As always, it's your boy John, and I'm here with my boy, none other than Virgil. Who's he? Was he good? I enjoyed myself. Because to me, I had a I had a very enjoyable weekend. You realize me and you going like back and forth on this FPL thing? Like you're you watching the table? Yeah, yeah. Me yeah. and you used to be soft. Yeah, you're back, back and forth, back and forth. <laughs> no. Nah, but, 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 but the FPL thing, that was kind of like, that was a sort of thing for my weekend. But I'm complaining because I feature I feature plans. Dog, I'm so vexed because I kid you not, guys, dog. Before the deadline, I was starting Levermento over James, which then was got to be nothing big because yeah, Levermento conceded in the 98 minute. And I got my real vex. And I had the captain on Bernardo Silva. I swear my life, I had my captain say Bernardo Silva. Dog. But then the fear of Mohammed Salah take over me. I say, you know what, dog? Let me just go yeah, the safe yeah, option, dog. Just... <sighs> and the fact that you had Bernardo Silva, is that, 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 I feel like that's good enough. I ain't like to say, dog. My chance was been hitting, dog. In the last couple of weeks, I bring in Bernardo Silva, I bring in Dennis, and I bring back in trend, dog. It's been cooking, dog. But FPL is. Is FPL today, boy? No, FPL is tomorrow, guys. Tomorrow we bring out the FPL episode. Today we're here to talk about just football in general. Um, we are here bright and early, guys. Like for real, for real. We literally been just roll out of bed, commentary record for you guys. So hope you guys enjoy it. Um, as usual, a little housekeeping. Make sure to follow, subscribe everywhere that you can. Um, we'll be changing up the scheduling for content um across the christmas period because of how hectic the football gets so we're gonna do it a little differently probably see a lot more smaller uh bite-sized content across social media and stuff like that so just be on the lookout for that and yeah thanks for your support i hope you guys are having a good start to the christmas i hope you all could get into that christmas spirit despite you know everything that's going on in the world and stuff like that and yeah talk about the football um, you know, last time Arsenal didn't play, we ended up drawing that game. <laughs> I pee in my. But we're here, talk about football again. So, where to start, boy? No, but it didn't really have a standout game this weekend. But I guess as we talk about City, you can start with City, Man City 1 3 1 against Watford. And Pep Guardiola was asked after the Aston Villa game if he thinks that Bernardo Silva is one of the best players in the league. And he's like, no, the best. And the thing is, right, if Mohamed Salah was not playing at a supernatural level in his role, I could so get to that. I like I get him saying that, you know, because while people might say, yo, how you can say that Salah, whatever, 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 it isn't that far of a claim, you know. It's just that Salah is performing on a messy S level right now. But Bernardo Silva has been brilliant. He's been brilliant, you know. I think the difference is, is that but also this world class in a few different positions or whatever force night on the wing on the midfield that kind of thing but salah in that finite role that he has is just astronomically good though yeah. but it's been brilliant but also was called twice on the day dog. a brilliant killing effort um uh, was the third one and city dog once again just looks really comfortable dog. i i think that we made the claim last week that they have the best midfield in the prem between bernardo gundogan and rodri and i think that just continues to ring true 
You know, the team continues to look really fluid. I'm still in. It's getting in on the goals and assists more and more. And you have to think that um, with everybody being fit, because I think perhaps everybody's being fit now yeah, across every, the Christmas yeah, period, there's going to be... I am really expecting to see like a real high performance level from City because everybody's going to be fit. All the players are coming from being injured and stuff, whether it be like Foden, I think it's only Ferran Torres out still. Yeah. De Bruyne is going to be is back because he came on on the weekend. Um, all these players are going to be competing to make this title is very, very interesting. And yeah, it was a pretty good game. win from Manstinian. Yeah, because you, you, you combine the, the board wins, the Aston Villa and the, and the Watford. And the, all the highlights really, the highlight really is, is on, on, on Bernardo. Okay, seeing him just again, I could even say him just again better and better. Just seeing that this man just reaching a whole new level. And again, we know we talk, we talk about it. We talked about last week about, you know, the absence of KDB and how season, it's the first time when he stepped up, good one step up. And then he having, a, he having a repeat where he's stepping up. And you can just see that. He having like a lot more confidence and, and I feel like he, that actually working better because don't get me wrong, without his confidence, he is a very skillful player because he have that just natural ability. Right. But for just that th- for that for the third goal, his second goal, you could see that that you could see he that in, in, in the moment. He, he know that it, dog. Hey, I yeah, he feeling it. He is very confident. He feel like he's I'm that guy. Yeah. I am that guy right now. And I, I was I could I say because when, when you mentioned the Salah and how you have the, the messiest performance, I th- I honestly think that Let's say any world that City did end up get, getting a, a striker and they send and they send Bernardo to like let's say Barcelona, right? right? That because yeah. they were interested. I feel if Bernardo had on like a blue and red striped shirt right now, people would the media would be praising him and calling him uh, calling him an ex Messi. Yeah, because yeah. the performance that he put on even off the ball, even the pass before even the pass before the key pass, you're seeing him just pop up everywhere. Yeah. And this man is just this man just. Dribbling amazing, passing amazing, shooting amazing, vision amazing, defending. The man is all. The man is an all wrong amazing package. And I think that for somebody who's in his mid twenties playing this well, um, no, your belly team around him though. Belly yeah. team around him though. Um, in the end, it was pretty standard for City. They going into the Champions League this week, already qualified. Yeah, already so qualified and already cement first place. So. so we're gonna see a bit more rotation. They're gonna come up against Wolves next week, who have been a pretty tough opponent this year. Um, I, I really like their coach. I think they've been doing brilliant under him. Uh, the table says so. They are the top eight, I believe it is, mm-hmm. despite the loss against Liverpool this weekend. Um, but yeah, it's been really good. City have been really looking good. Uh, when City scored in the ninth minute, minute it was Foden who scored. It was Foden scored, yes, right? Or Stillin? It was still it's scored Foden. That's right. I, I thought it was gonna hit that one. It was <laughs> like five, six nil games, but it has been really professional from City as well. In terms of not giving up much chances, yeah, they didn't get a clean sheet in the end, mm-hmm. but it has been really professional from City. And I, I only say, look, we're gonna say this off on the back of Chelsea losing, but I think that depending on how these Christmas fixtures go, we are in, and unless Chelsea sort out their attack problems in the front line, mm-hmm. we are in danger of seeing this becoming a two horse race between Liverpool and City, mm-hmm. you know. That being said, we can go across to Chelsea one time. Chelsea lost 3-2 to West Ham. West Ham have managed to beat in all competitions this season. Man United, Chelsea, and Liverpool. Um, they have been very much so establishing their top four credentials. And nobody can take that away from them right now. In fact, if you honestly ask me, they are the front runner for the fourth place right now. 
you know them and then you have the mesh pit between Spurs Arsenal and, and Man United but they are leading the charge and a big part of that is to do with a lot of quality players they have available to them and one who hasn't been getting all the praise is Jared Bowen you know he oh, came yes. in from Hull yeah. he was hit and miss when he now reach you know but he has really come, come into his own this season though, and has been really picking up the goals and assist mantle while players like Ben Rama have dropped off a bit um, players like Antonio have dropped off a bit but Chelsea, on the other hand, it really was not the best defensive performance from them. And it continues to show like unless they are defensively resolute, they don't create enough chances for their forwards to be taken. Mm-hmm. Um, it was on the day that Thiago Silva scored. Um, then Jorginho... Tell me that was Jorginho's fault. Yeah. When he tried to pass it back to Mendy. But I would also say Mendy had a chance to clear it. Yeah, yeah. And he chose not to. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like... It, yes, he was a forward. I feel like... It, was, it really wasn't that big of a mess, to be honest. It, it, it wasn't that big of a mess. Tell me, man, you recover it. And it's still trying to play it out, dog. Mm-hmm. And I saw you in a fouling boy in the process, dog. Um, and then after that, it was a really good individual. Well, individual strike from Jared Bowen. Mm-hmm. Uh, after Mason Mount also had a really good sh- strike as well. And then it was a really crazy goal from Masuaku to win it in the end. Um, it was a day that many probably didn't feel like he, he had his best game. Um, because that, that last goal was, was really mad, though. But West Ham are definitely doing the most to establish themselves as a top four club. And they are definitely putting in the performances to war in the media. Chelsea, on the other hand, you know, they struggle a bit against Watford. Like, Watford really played well against them in the midweek. You know, really, really played well. Pressed them really well. Created a bunch of chances. Just didn't take them. And I think that now we are seeing how... They are paying the price for the lack of creativity for the front line. The lack of yeah. goals coming from the front line. The over-reliance of goals over the back line. And that those things just aren't sustainable. You know, uh, Tommy Tucker came out a while ago and said he expects goals from Chilwell slash Alonso and Aspi slash Richie's because they are wide midfielders in his, his system, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you can't be over-relying on players who are naturally goal scorers, whereas you should be relying on your front three where it just hasn't been coming from them. Yeah. Um, God, uh, well, I'll put the highlight, a highlight for, for good reasons for the Chelsea team is, is Mount, because I feel like Mount mounting the team. I feel like once Mount in this, in this team, yeah, Chelsea just look like... Chelsea, Chelsea, that, that is the danger, man, in that yeah. Chelsea team, because, yeah. again, it's a goal, it's a goal assist this game. And a goal since last game. Yeah, and yeah. This man, this man just hit. He come back and, and just hit the ground run again. Yeah. And you could see because when we, I, I remember you talk about and said that how um when Lukaku up up front, the only person that seems that you know work well with him is Mount. Yeah, yeah. And now we're seeing that that's also the case. And you know when Chelsea do need goals, he's the one that can pop up. Yeah. But you really, you really know how to start giving a lot of credit to West Ham now because big to big day, honestly. Putting a real good challenge in for that Champions League spot. Yeah. And even if they don't get Champions League spot, they are they are really pushing for 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 Europe. Yeah. And I find they're looking good because even even in in Europa League, they are perform they are performing really really well. Yeah. And that's totally it. Agree. I just say all credit to, to Bowen because I feel like because I I glad you highlight that because the fact they could have a team where where one minute one minute just speaking about one minute the season starts and we speaking about how good Ben Rama is, and we talking about. The level and consistency of Antonio. Now we're talking about Bowen. And then we before, you know, we have Suchek. They they start to they start to cement themselves with a very act 
a quality team around them because they have they have players they might not be the biggest name might not be the biggest stars but they have players that could put in a shift and really when it comes to a time manager once you have these players that not, not only have the quality and not only have the talent but they could put in that work you're going to you're, you're going to be trouble for a lot of teams because again there's a, there's a clear fact chelsea came chelsea came to the london stadium liverpool came to the london stadium and both of them leaving nothing yeah yeah and I feel like for them, and that's a big thing for them to cement, cement a, a big fear factor at home. Yeah. Because if they if they could do that against if they could do that against against Chelsea, I, I've tried that. It's very stubborn in defense. And you could do it against Liverpool. You know Liverpool. You, can, you know you could some you could speak about Liverpool. You know Liverpool is just a amazing team. Yeah. Who's to say they can't do that against anybody else? Who like who yeah. who is the, who is there? Who is the, who is the, who is the team that they, who is the team that they will they will look at and really fear? Because they will look if they look at Man City, they'll be like, hey, if you could do it against Liverpool. You know. No, it's true. And I think this is where like City show the blueprint how to beat them, you know. Yeah. You literally have to suffocate all the ball from them, you know, dog. And it's stifle any kind of service in Antonio. While he only got an assist on the day. Um Antonio does really well in getting them forward. Yeah. You know, like bullying them forward, getting numbers up, holding the ball into the channels so that they can get numbers to join him in attack. But like we said, dog, Antonio and West Ham are definitely top four. Candidates and for me they are the front runners right now. Uh Chelsea, it is worrisome what's going on with their goals. Um I am starting to think if what if the system is the best to get the most out of Lukaku. Because the thing is, is right, I think Lukaku is demonically good when you're playing counter-attacking. I think it's like because teams are gonna sit back on Chelsea, it's really hard for him to get that kind of transition to play on. Yeah. You know? And we just haven't seen his strikes. But look, he's only now come back from injury. We're not going to be too hard on him. Especially because, look, we know that he's a world-class striker. Um, that being said, we'll go across to Liverpool. As you just mentioned, Liverpool managed to eke out a 1-0 win in the dregs. Though. In yeah. the dregs, very dregs of the game. Um, one of my partners told me, uh, when in doubt, press on Rigi. Yeah. <laughs> that is so true, bro. Like, he will not go down as some legend or anything, you know, but dog, he has to be like a cult hero at this point yeah. with the Liverpool fans, dog. How much winners and big game moments he's had for them, dog. For somebody who's a bit bad player, to have three goals in a Champions League semis and a finals, dog, to have winners in the Premier League for them, dog, it's, it's actually brilliant. Dog, this man had to be living life, dog. He had to be living yeah, life, I, dog. I think that's the same. I want to see this man walk around Moses like a hero, dog. I want to walk around Moses like a hero. But, these wins, uh, these more feel like to me like those one L wins that you want champions to be getting, mm-hmm. you know, where your player gets a side that is very good, that is very organized in the back line. Uh, even though Jota missed an easy chance, it didn't create a lot because Wolves didn't allow them to create a lot. And then it is important to turn these draws into wins, yeah. you know. Nothing else for me to say about that. Nah, I, 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 we know for a fact, I just say. He will he will go down as a, as a cult hero. I feel like I feel like how United have the whole Fergie time. Yeah, you will see the, you, you will see the future. People talk about talk about this is, a, is they they need a Origi time winner. I love that. I actually love that. Though. Man United, Man United got off their Ralph Ragnarok era after yeah. a one 0 win. Uh, Fred has a goal and an assist in two games. Hmm. Mm-hmm. It was kind of <laughs> kind of boring. To be honest, like they they press well at times, but like they they didn't create that much. And yeah. again, 
There were a lot of symptoms of the early era where you needed a winner, a, 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 like a screamer, to win the game. You know, I credit to Fred. It was a brilliant shot off his weaker foot. Yeah. But, you know, they, but it's only the first game. Can't be too harsh on him. Yeah, that is only the first game. Um, and the important thing is that they are now, after two back-to-back wins, which was the first time they got that for the season, I believe, mm-hmm. or first time of September, that they are now firmly back in the top four race. Yeah, and um, cause this after 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 taking the game, you you get you get like a, a little hit of reality, and you, you know that those who were expecting this, you know, this whole new breath of football and this whole new style of play and something big to change, we know it's not going to be the case like that. Mm-hmm. It's more a case of this fellas coming now to make United play at the level where it was expected. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good. Where point. it comes like with Oli before is like. It's like, wow, how could you play so bad with such quality players? Yeah. So right now, just like he really came, he really came and he, st- he studied the ship. And yeah, they say all credit to that. Because again, the only things that the the the, the new things that I, I didn't notice with this United side is, you know, them pressing. The high, the, the, you see in the press, they, they, they are pressing much more. And a key thing is the inclusion, um, the change are right back. Yeah, yeah, because, I know it's huge because actually. Now, because now, because again, Football is ever changing, and you know for a fact whether managers like it or not, the style will be influenced by what is what other teams do. Right. So he would want to play attacking fullbacks. I would want my fullbacks to join the attack because that way, if I have my fullbacks join the attack and not not just run up until the halfway line and pass back like Wamba Saka, you have the, you have your fullbacks <laughs> now attacking because because on the right hand side you saw anytime Dalo get forward. It now it now opens up for Rashford. He doesn't have to stay wide. He can yeah. now cut inside. He can cut inside. So now that as an extra man in the in the box, close to goal to score. So you see that you look at these things and yeah, as you know, United fans, you know, I all credit to them because they could look at this and be like, all right, they finally could join the party and they could actually join like teams that play that way. But you know, as I say, it's, it's the first game. It's not really anything special that happened, but you know, there is a plan now. It's, it's yeah. a clear, there is a clear plan, and uh, as we say. A plan's better than no plan. Carrick finished his managerial career with United with two wins and a draw. Yeah. That was pretty impressive. Um, well, I guess since the Arsenal game was then, we can talk about that. I genuinely think we play better than them and we just didn't want it. Oh, yeah, nah, yeah from, <laughs> from, from, from that, game, that game. And that's what hurts, you know, mm-hmm. is that we played well and we just gift them it, you know, like. That first goal was definitely avoidable. Like we were just sitting up way too much. Uh, that last goal was dog like in my head. I saw him sliding, and I was like, "Why?" Like yeah, Fred it, was it, going it, nowhere. It, it Why? Like there is he like if he, I understand if it's uh, you know if it's Ronaldo in the box, but Fred like I feel like and he, it was, this he do that right after he finally do something good fast. No, no, you know he scored a really good goal. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I I have no contenders whatsoever. But that Smith rule is definitely a goal dog. You can't want to rule out a goal because Fred step on yeah. the here and the ref never blew any whistle. You know, um, definitely was a goal. It should have been 2 0 when Martinelli got free in the box. Should have scored from there. Um, what that game shows me is that, dog, it's very similar to what I've been seeing this whole season. Is that, and why I am afraid that Arsenal are going to get nothing out this season is that it is so unsustainable to me that they keep relying on young players to do everything. Yeah. You have a 28 year old Ghanaian who was 
deemed to be a world-class midfielder when he was coming in and imparted or who isn't carrying his weight. You have our captain who's over who's also not carrying his weight. And you're over-relying on a watch of 21 and 19 and 20 year olds to be carrying a team that's supposed to have top four hopes, bro. That that car work. Mm-hmm. Um, Granted, Jack is back in training and I am so happy for that, though. And I say, I said this on Twitter, I I give a party three games to catch yourself next to next to Jacka. If he ain't catch yourself, you look to dip. We we'll start with Congo or something now because yeah. I'm not like a big part of why United managed to get back in the game was that our midfield just emptied mm-hmm. and there was no protection over the back four dog and that just that was just frustrating. But the game done gone. I don't get it. I guess now we have to talk about them because they went back to back. Spurs win two games back to back. Hugh makes son. We basically are going to assist in both games. And they are starting to look a lot better. Yeah. Harry Gates still seems like he has no interest in playing football, but oh, they, not. as a team, are looking a lot better. Yeah, though, I feel like for w- w- just watching the game, I, I, I thought in my head, you know, the, ex- the excuses you'll say, you know, he back, you know, wait for him to get his head back in. Like, Dan, it's Christmas. You have not done anything. It's yeah, like, he oh. really hasn't. But I feel like the standout thing for this is, one, not only back-to-back wins, but back-to-back clean sheets yeah. in uh, Antonio Conte's side is that a very key, a very key thing. Yeah. And you can and and you can understand, you can understand, you can see in things too, and things come together because we know what An- Antonio Conte. We know that his system starts it starts from the back go forward, mm-hmm. and you saw that from games like in Palace where the, where the defenders chipping with chipping with the goals. Now you're seeing that you're seeing defenders being a lot more a lot more involved, and the only issue before was. The ones in, the ones on top when he had Kane, he had Kane and Son on top. The, that was the only issue. Yeah. And now he getting the goals. Yeah. So I feel like the defensive side of it was never was never a problem. So that's why the back to back clean sheets for them is all, was also still a key thing. Yeah. I feel like this season, a lot of clean sheets. Uh, this season clean sheets is going to be very important. It's yeah. going to be very important with how tight with how tight the table is right now. So I feel like. Hope they ask to keep a clean sheet later. Though. Yeah. I really need it. I need that bounce back, though. That being said, um, why we don't necessarily talk about the teams outside top four like that? I think just because of his status as a hero, as a player, sorry, and however legend he is, we should probably talk about that a little bit. Stevie G doing the bit, man. Yeah, yeah. He's actually doing the bit, though. I know. To be honest, I feel like these new man. I feel like the new manager, the new little switch up with having they managers. They do it real. They honestly make the leagues like way more entertaining. Yeah, like, what you expected it to be. These men actually have Norwich looking competitive. Looking real though. good. You know, Ranieri has Watford scoring though, yeah. and they're looking entertaining at the very least. Uh, Stevie G dog. I think he has three wins in four. Like mm. that is actually brilliant. Though. What do you think about it, right? You know, and we talk about. And, and this is such fair criticism now on Arteta then, you know, because Arteta came in and, you know, it was... R- actually, if I remember, Arteta did actually win three of those first four. Yeah, an IFA Cup. Oh, yeah, he didn't actually win an IFA Cup. That was actually kind of important. But Stevie G is doing the bit, man, with a lot a worse squad than what people like Arteta and Lampard all they had, though. And credit him. I mean, like, I actually did think... Adrian just that he was doing things to indicate that he's a good manager. Yeah. And I think that he has taken the perfect step in so on to probably one day become Liverpool's manager. Come in the Prem, show what you could do with a small... And dog, if he mm. keeps Aston Villa up at a minimum, I actually think that's a big enough deal, dog. You know? That being said, we can switch across. Barcelona lost 1-0 to Real Betis. 
which is not the greatest preparation you'd be asking for when you look at the going to a must-win game against Bayern Munich in the Champions League. Huh? That being said, it was pretty boring, though. Like a lot of I saw people say that they saw Setien ball, they saw Valverde ball, they saw Coman ball, and this was a lot worse. Mm-hmm. Um, not the greatest start so far to life for Xavi at Barcelona, but the thing is, is like he would have been fighting an uphill battle anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and for what it's worth, he did rotate the team in a lot of ways. People like Frankie didn't start, Gerard Piquet, who has been starting under him, didn't start. Uh, Ousmane Dembele, who's still, you know, come up from injury, didn't start as well. And he probably also did have his mind more on the Wednesday game against Bayern Munich, where they need to win. Well, a win outright ensures them that they qualify. A draw or loss could still ensure them if they qualify if Dynamo Kiev manages to beat Benfica. But. What people are saying is that Dynamo has no incentive to play. Yeah, so I, I, and Benfica, Benfica from that game against Barca, they remember they were seeing all the draw because they know yeah. they they know they going they going guns blazing against. Kiev. Exactly, exactly. So it it had too hot, but I mean, I ain't that critical about him because look, we have been seeing it for years that Messi was coming up a lot of bad squad building in his Barcelona team, yeah. a lot of poor recruitment, and now that he's gone. Is all just kind of exposed for the world to see. Yeah, uh, and, uh, I said, I, I, I understand what you're saying with respect to you know, it's you know, not really all that bad. But I feel like the bad, the I'll, I'll highlight the bad, the bad spot in this is because again, I think um he had played some games before. I think this is the first he had played three games. Shavi won two games before, yeah. so which is not bad. But the difference with respect to this loss and this is not and uh, that uh, that heavy had uh, that heavy issue, but the issue comes in. Losing to a side that's above you because we know yeah. there's a lot of ground to recover. And this has just, this loss keeps Barcelona in seventh. Whereas, yeah. at, whereas the ground they are now trying to cover has just gotten, has just extended yeah. because yeah. Betis is now, Betis has, sec- I think Betis is what, in third? Yeah. And, they are, and, that, and that honestly secure on them a very good place in third. This has to be the first time in history I think that Barcelona has been ruled out of the title race this early, dog. Dog, dog, if you, the points Barcelona are far off, there is a lot of ground to recover. Yeah. And, it, and it's the issues not, issues not Barcelona, not, not, they could win games. But the thing is, the teams above them, the teams above them, when if Barcelona go to them, you are not confident that they will win. Just yeah. like with this Betis game, throughout this game, the con- everything will really sway towards towards Betis' favor because it's like, Dan, I really don't see where Barcelona are going to. Co- go- I don't see how Barcelona are going to come on. You know, giving a convincing performance to win this. And for what it's worth, Real Betis have been having a good season, and with that win, they actually are out. I believe that they are qualified out of the Europa League group. Mm-hmm. Um. And if they aren't, they should be this week because I, they were in good standing already. And they are third in La Liga. It's not like they're some small side. They were having a good season as well. Mm-hmm. Other than that, Real Sociedad in what was a sort of a top of the table clash between Real Madrid lost 2-0. Mm-hmm. Kareem Don Benzema came off injured. Mm-hmm. However, his replacement was very much up to the task. Mm-hmm. Uh, Luka Jovic came on in the 70th minute, dog, and we all know that the shoes to fill beyond, um, beyond Big Ben's dog is very much not easy to do. And Luka Jovic has had a tough time. Come on, got a goal and an assist in this game to put some serious breathing room between Real Madrid and the chasing back as they look to wrap up another a second in a second La Liga title over the last three seasons. Um, I am a big Luka Jovic fan. Yeah. I've always been. I... Um, I don't know if you know this, but I'm very famous for uh, putting stock in players and they never feel it. Uh, Luka Jovic is the only player that I put stock in recently now that has not been 
uh, the most fruitful at retreated at times. But I would really love if this could just have a kickstart. Other than that, Vinny Jr. scored again to continue this incredulously good start to the season, bro. Like, it is ridiculously good how he is. It is ridiculously good how he is, man. And he looks like not the only that this is sustainable, that this is his level. He looks like this is his team, dog. You know, yeah. like, while yeah. Benzema will always take the headlines because it's Benzema and it is Benzema, mm-hmm. dog, this feels like this is his team, bro. This feels like it's his team. You know, I would like to see what kit number he take next year. Like, I would like to think that he got more from the 20. I would love for him to get his seven and Mbappe to come and take the 10. I don't see, I don't think, I feel like Mbappe is going to want the seven because, you know, sweet. Yeah. But I would like to see him get his seven, though. Okay, maybe he can wear the 10. But I don't know, he don't look like a 10. Yeah, he don't look, look, he look like, a, like, like a fellow who wants to win. But, but um, you might actually get your lights with this or you talk about nah, this. Yeah, yeah, from um, when I'm. Um, I feel like after 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 Benzema came off, I feel like I can feel, I feel like I could speak for Madrid fans because when Benzema came off, yeah, it's a big blow. But I felt like there was no fear really because you know you had Vinicius Junior on the field. And that says a and lot. Then eh? see, and then seeing how he and this the direct for day from just seeing him at from just seeing my talk after like when Benzema came off, the plays after from him is like that. I got the, the goals is coming from him. It's like Dan. Is it, yeah, is he just like Dan? There's no problem. I have this, you know. That says a lot, eh? Yeah. That says a lot of how much Vinicius has grown, dog. I know that Atletico actually did the most unathletic thing was that they went one 0 up. They got see twice to lose. So yeah, that was a jokey game. It, it was though. So that being said, though, Real Madrid really do have some serious bridging room. They are eight points between them and second, albeit it's Sevilla who have a game in hand. But they have been monstrously good. They are the only team in La Liga with double-digit wins. Um, they only have a singular loss to the name. And Ancelotti definitely has them um, more than up and running, bro. It's them for La Liga favorites as well as one of the favorites going into Champions League knockouts come next year. That being said, we have a glossy Bundesliga where normally we just can pass. But nah, the Classic was this weekend, which is always a big game. And look... Under normal circumstances, we just people watch the score and think that, oh, it's the most typical thing ever where Bayern Munich just capitalized on Dortmund's weak mentality. I would say that's not the case here. Mm-hmm. I genuinely... And, and what I love, dog, is that everybody came out and was talking about what I'm going to talk about now. And that between Marco Rose, Haaland, I think Royce as well, are definitely the most famous clip so far was Jude Bellingham. Mm-hmm. Talking about the refereeing in this game. Jude actually outright said match fixing in his post-match yeah. interview of that. It was two extremely big decisions that came in the game that swayed the game in Bayern's favor. One was the penalty shot against Hummel's dog, which I don't think was a penalty as well. Mm-hmm. And the other was a penalty shot in Bayern's box to give to Dortmund that they didn't get as well, which was a clear penalty. Uh, early Haaland scored. A brilliant goal. Julian Brandt opened the score in five minutes in. Then Haaland scored in the 48th minute. Casey Kuman scored right before that, before Lewandowski in the ninth minute and then got the penalty to be the win in the 77. I think Dortmund felt like they were robbed and they definitely deserved to feel like they were unjustly done. And this was one of these games which is where I would stand up for Dortmund and say that this was not some poor mentality from them. They were up for it. Yeah, they, they were, were, up, they were actually on Bayern's level for the day, dog. Mm-hmm. You know? And I do feel like they were robbed in the end from uh, in the game. No, yeah, I, I agree. Because again, from that game, you saw you saw the fight. And I, honestly, after that, after, and I had a goal after that went in. I was like, 
Yeah, I feel like Dolby, I honestly thought Dolby was going to snatch it, you know. And then after, from when the penalty come, I was like, hey, you know, it's, you know, you know, Lewandowski not going to miss that, but then after, it's like, damn, I feel like it's a kind of sour ending to it. Yeah. Honest. It really, it really, it, it really felt, it really felt, and like, from all the calls and everything that happened, it really felt that, you know, it, it, the game, the game would just kind of, it felt, it felt kind of robbed to be honest. And yeah, you, got, you understand from Dortmund fans, I you know they would feel like ten times worse because you know they honestly felt like felt robbed from from that game. Yeah, definitely. So, um, other than that, we will actually just wrap up the scores in the Bundesliga. So the standings now is that it stays the same as it was before. Um, Bayern still in first, but now it's four points between them and Dortmund. Uh, Florian Wurz continues a brilliant start to the season, bro. Um, as he continues to help Bayer Leverkusen on their charge to go back in the Champions League after a 7 1 win over Firth. Um, Patrick Schick actually scored four goals in this game, though. Actually, I actually like Patrick Schick, you know. Yeah. I actually think he's pretty good, though. You know, all this talk about Arsenal, you know, striker, Vlaovic seems to be like the front runner of Vlaovic and Kulusevsk because the two names that we are rumored around the most. I actually wouldn't mind, like, we were outside Patrick Schick, you know. Go across to this area and our way, and our mother is extremely happy because yeah. it finally happened. Napoli lost. And on top of Napoli actually dropping points, Milan did what Arsenal doesn't do, which is take advantage of when your contenders drop points. Yeah. A big talking point coming out of this game was I said this Englishman returned from injury for back to back games. And it is no coincidence that he is back in back-to-back games. And what did that bring? Back-to-back clean sheets mm-hmm. for them. And I think that it is understated how good Tomori has been since he's gone to AC Milan. I think it's understated how good of a deal that 30 million was in the end. Especially when you consider they got a free trial of him on loan first. It was less of a gamble. They knew how good he was and they still got him for $30 million. Yeah. Dog. A brilliant move and a brilliant signing. And he has been outright brilliant for um, the Rossoneri this season. It was two goals from Kessie and Salzmacher in the early of the game. And they were comfortable after that, after Bita Solnitia. I can't actually speak highly enough about Tomori, but I do know that you got how you want praise and stuff. So I'll let you go through that. Nah, I tell you, um, I know, I know, and the performances that he put in, and well, these, these performances right now came at a good time because this is, this is Milan, honestly, was at a very, they're going through a rut. Yeah. Because it's back, yeah. back losses as well. And for them to now come and get back to back wins, back to back clean sheets, even even before you know you know how 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 um how big a miss Tomori was, and then after the injury that happened to to Simone Kier, you know that things was looking very was looking very bad at the point. Uh, don't get me wrong, because uh, again, even 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 Romagnoli just there, he kind of going through a little shaky period yeah. right now. He's not looking. out for the season, right? Yeah, he, he's, he's out, yeah. out for, for the season. But hey, uh, don't get me wrong. When Tomori, when I see so when Tomori came on that on the game before. I was like, Dan, this man honestly, this man honestly, right now, and I, I every time I see this, I always tell tell uh, my Chelsea partners, hey, this man is so good. I don't understand. I, I do. I don't understand. If, like this if man, he keeps saying like, this is going to be a crime if he doesn't go to the world. This Cup. man is so good, and did you see from even and then from that game against Genoa, and it was, uh, a game for Genoa that was uncomfortable because no, that that game was um, I felt like that game was was wrapped up was wrapped up early, but. He had a he had a uh, moment where he um cleared a goal cleared a cleared a goal off the line mm-hmm. he um he cleared a shot off the line and you can just see there he just he's so young but he have this 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 big personalities like yeah. like I I will I'll match with like how people used to view view Ruben Diaz when he came in yeah. a young player with, with, with a leader and you can see that he has that drive and he is 
trying to solidify himself and be like, hey, I would be not only not only the first name on the team sheet, but the first name on the team. Yeah. So it's like it's like defense is mine. He said the defense is like when you look when you're looking when it's when you're picking a defense, he will be there. And yeah. I feel like no matter and I feel like don't get me wrong, Romani is very is very experienced and I mean, know that you know he might have a lot of issues and whatnot. But honestly, I kinda confident that if whoever he's partnered with, whether it be Gabby, whether it be Gabby or Romanioli, I feel like he will put now he put now a ship across for four months. Yeah. Uh, just touch on Dusan Vlaovic so far this season. He has 39 goals and 39 Serie A appearances in 2021. That is brilliant. And he's actually going to be on a free, not this summer, the summer after. So, and he's not renewing with Fiorentina. They are very much determined to try and sell him off. Napoli lost two goals to three to Atalanta. And that is shocking considering that they actually conceded three goals. But more so, it isn't shocking that Atalanta being one of the best attacks in Europe, no matter the names, no matter the personnel, no matter who is actually there, mm-hmm. they always manage to give somebody a really good game. Um, I thought that Napoli managed to... I thought that when Napoli went up, up, I thought they would have seen it all because of how brilliant they've been defensively, though. Yeah. But credit to Atalanta. They went, they were leading um, through a Malinowski goal in the early Then after that, Zielinski and Mouton scored on either side of halftime, and I really thought that they were going to see it all. At the most Atalanta fashion ever, they did not give up them around managed to score and Freuler scored the winner in the end. Yeah. It was a really good game. It was a really brilliantly entertaining game as well. And it is why Atalanta continued to be like top four Serie A teams in the last couple of years. And why also Napoli showed that they are top of the league. Well, they were top of the league. They have title contenders. Mm-hmm. But they still have a few kings in the armor. Yeah, and and again, talking about how, how Milan, Milan was going through a very, you know, a little poor run of form. Napoli has there's a Napoli has entered that because the game before against Sassuolo they 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 drew two all yeah. and now Atal and now Atalanta they lost and get me wrong you know it's very it's, they went up against very two quality teams because you know against Sassuolo is a team that you can't really sleep on because honestly if if Var didn't rule out, rule out um, the last minute goal they they would that was going to be another loss for yeah. for Napoli yeah but you're seeing yeah you're seeing at at this point. I, I feel like for the, for for this game, I, I want to highlight more on Atalanta because I feel like from the performance that they have, they had a four 0 win before a four a win before, and now they, and now they won against Napoli. And I believe before that was that the game before that when they beat Juve. Yeah, the well? game, and the game before they, they beat Juve. I yeah. honestly feel like now looking looking at the table, they the table are, actually they, sticky they honestly have joined the conversation for title challenges. Yeah, because we know we know how we see Napoli right now on a poor on a form. Yeah. But Inter right now, Inter Inter fine back fit and Inter looking very dangerous when we touch on them. Yeah. And we know yeah. we know Milan, you know, they they know Milan have they Milan also have the little shaky moments. If not first, Napo- I mean Atalanta could could come up and steal a second place. Yeah. They could push for that for the for the um, for the title. And how the stable is now is that it's actually Milan and an Inter who we're gonna talk about just on to the eight and to the seven points respectively, then Napoli and to the six. Atalanta until the four. It's extremely sticky. Only four points separate in the first and fourth, guys. That is very sticky. Mm-hmm. It's a match win this weekend. I believe it's two goals to nil um, against a team that I can't remember. It's not Venezia. Well, it's 3-0, sorry. Against Roma. It's 3 against Roma. Um, which is not a small team, obviously, because Jose managing it, though. So, you know, there's always expectations that they're going to be a certain level of quality. Mm-hmm. Haka Chalanoglu scoring again. Tom free scoring in 39 minutes. Like, it was training before halftime, though. Yeah, I mean, I should com- say, though. Yeah, that's how comfortable it was for them. And for what it with, dog, Simeone has them playing really good football, though. Mm-hmm. 
Now, while his systems were similar, you know, he had to take his time though. I what I liked about Simeon is Lazio was that while he played three at the back, there's a, a decent note, um association with three at the back being very called attractive. Uh, not really attractive football. Though mm-hmm. so he's he made last year play really attractive football. Though. And we are getting some of that now. It, it's a definitely finding their feet, obviously. They're second in the table, only one point off the top. And the person I didn't highlight yet is the person I really want to highlight is the best striker in the Syria. I said the Jekko, though. Yeah. Yeah. He is brilliantly good, dog. I really love this guy, dog. I can't lie, dog. I really love this guy. I am extremely tempted with it to get this man kit dog. He's been brilliant. Um they called they called the inter CEO a madman when he said that when they signed Jacko, they're not gonna mess up beat Mr. Lukaku. And Jacko has taken up that personally to make sure that that is not the case. Another goal for him on the day and has continued to um score at an incredible rate ever since that he's um reached Milan um in the summer, you know. And he's been really good. And it's a big win over Roma. That being said, I believe we're just going to into the Liga, just to wrap it up a little yeah. bit. Um, this weekend, I believe PSG drew with Lens, but for those who don't actually keep up with French football, Lens is not like some small team. Mm-hmm. While you might not know them like that, Lens continue to have been one of the best performers across the season, continue their form from last season as well. Uh, they are fifth in the table. And how much of it? I really sticky performance to make sure they eat out a draw at home against PSG. Start run on 1 5 0. Renz has actually been playing really well, and that is why they are stuck at the table, which is why it was important to mention them. Marseille lost the game, I believe. Yeah, they lost the game to Brest. But more talk about PSG really quickly. Um, this is off at the back of a loss last week. Was it last week? Well, no, week no, before. No, yeah, week, week um, before. I guess Man City Champions League, where City definitely deserved it. Um, I have a partner who told me that he thinks that what is going to happen with, with um, what he thinks is happening with Messi is that Messi's waiting for when the team needs him to step up. Like he thinks, this is his theory, that Messi constantly needed to be on pace for Barcelona. Because there's nobody else to do it for him. Yeah. And the league was a lot stickier. PSG, on the other hand, once they've not been idiots about it, have this league wrapped up. Mm-hmm. They also should come out the group stage because of the quality they have, the competitive quality of Barcelona. So what he's saying is that he thinks that Messi is now warming himself up. So when the knockouts come out, we're going to see the real Messi again. What's your thoughts on the theory? That, that's actually a good theory, you know, because real, realistically... I just say the league is wrapped up, and many times when people, many times where people, those you know, the, the um media in, in France when they want to highlight Messi, Messi performances in the league and say, oh Messi not do Messi might not step up on this so and so. Realistically, he doesn't really need to, to be honest. To, to, honestly, it's like if Messi is continue playing in such a bad post, such a bad form right now, he going to win a league. He yeah. is going. He going to win. A, he going to win a league, and then after yeah. you know that when it do, when you know in champ in Champions League, realistically Messi Messi does Messi does come alive because even 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 going, he's been good in Champions. Even league, going back to the game before going back to the first game they play player against Man City. Although you could make the argument and say Man City dominated, the main the topic of conversation is the end result. The score at the end, two 0 yeah. And we saw how we saw Messi played in that. Messi just popped out of nowhere, 
brilliant. Yeah. So we know we know going for we know going forward we know Man City is obviously obviously like you know a big you know days of like there's like one one of the best teams in the world. So that's very that's why very, did you start and say that? Oh gosh, yes, obviously your team is one of the best teams <laughs> in the world, Virgil. There's no problem with saying that. No, I, I, I always want to, uh, other. Why are you trying to be modest? I want to, other words to, to, to describe it, right? Because we talk about the defense, but. We know going we know going forward in knockout stages. They're not going to play other teams that are on Man City level. So we know that for, we know we know that. Oh, we know that so you went from here modest. <laughs> no, but we know we know it's a lot of other teams that Messi could come alive could come alive no, again. It's true, it's true, it's so true. So I feel like the theory it makes a lot of sense. But again, it makes a lot of sense, but realistically that in football, if you in, fo- in football, like that, yeah. in football and in Champions League, if you operate like that, because you leave the free, you, you operate like that, you will get, get knocked out. So I feel like the league I understand that, but Champions League, eh, I, don't feel, I don't feel like Messi could do that. I feel, guys, it's now eight fifteen in the morning. We're gonna wrap it up there. This should be out in like the next hour or so. It was nice, Virgil. Thomas as always. Yeah. Uh, yeah, guys. So just look out for the content. Look out for the content. Uh, we're gonna have some real interesting stuff coming for you guys. Actually, oh, you know, I should say this at the beginning. But everybody's still here. We more than likely are gonna do a space on Wednesday to wrap up the Champions League. So be on the lookout for that. You guys can come in. You can talk. You can join the conversation. That kind of stuff. Come have some fun with us, guys. It's gonna be really entertaining. And uh, yeah, catch you guys next time. See you soon. Take it easy. Later.